year in and year out, one fall tradition really grinds my gears. No, I'm not mad about trick-or-treating, hayrides, bobbing for apples, or any other understandable fall tradition. No. The fall tradition that needs to stop is everyone continuously hating on candy corn. Shimmy, that's your column. Yeah, man. We'll get talking about that. Roll the intro. Welcome back to the Rose Session. Today is October 20th of this god-awful year. Um, today we have a special guest, Kelly Foy, since Fogel decided he wanted to get the Rona. Good morning, Kelly. Hi. How are you this morning? I'm tired. We're pleased to have you this mor- uh, on the Rose Session this morning. Oh, I've yeah. said this morning the, too many times this morning this morning. <laughs> Still waking up. <laughs> um... Anyways, before we get into your cover story on Tarhuli, we decided to get coffee from the coffee house. So far on po- past podcasts, we have gotten, uh, we've done Fusion Brew, Coffee Hound, and I think we, did, we just did a basic Starbucks, Dunkin', and what was the other place? That we, we went to like, Fogel went to like Gloria Jeans, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, that's where he went. Yeah, and he didn't even get coffee. It was like that milkshake thing. Uh, but anyway, Sounds like so, Fogel. <laughs> yeah, Fogel. Yeah, it's, it's all right. I think we've only had one successful time of all of us getting some kind of coffee. Um, yeah, have you tried yours yet? From Coffee House? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I just got a um, a coffee, just medium roast coffee with cream and sugar. It's pretty good. Oh, interesting. I've, it, I, I've gone there. It hasn't been too bad. It's... Don't get me wrong, this still tastes bad, but it doesn't taste as bad as when I first got it. What did you get? Just a, I, I just got a black iced coffee. I just black iced coffee, my normal order, and I it's not good, man. I don't I don't know. Not hitting the spot this morning. I think it's the type of caramel they use. I don't know what brand it is, but every time I get caramel that's from that brand, I don't like their caramel. So I think it's that. I gotcha. But other stuff I've gotten there has been pretty good. You also got a, a Oh yeah, this is terrible to be honest. This is so bad. I'm gonna keep eating it though. I mean, <laughs> it's cold. They didn't have any jelly. It's it's BYOJ. Oh, I yeah. guess it's okay. You well, didn't get the memo. <laughs> bring your own jelly. Well, I was gonna go to my apartment and get some jam, not jelly. But um, but you called me and you're like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "I might as well just go because no, I was right no. there." I, well, I was like, "Where are you?" But I was just checking your. I mean, I could have gone, but I was like, "Might as well just go." Well, in my opinion, I I think Coffee House is a great spot to go in the morning if you're trying to get work done. I go almost every day, and it's gotten to the point that they know my coffee order. <laughs> Are you, what do you get when you go? The iced mocha. Ooh. What size? Uh, they only have one size. It's the 16 ounce. Oh, mm-hmm. for that one. Yeah. Do they not have other sizes? They have like six sizes up there. Like Some of them ounces. have for like iced coffee. It's only 16 oh, ounces. Yeah. I think. Oh. Okay. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. Because yeah. this is all I need, because when I get the big ones, it's a mistake, but I always <laughs> just get the big it's ones. It's weird, though, because they have those different sizes um, due to, like, the proportions of, if you get a flavor and, like, the coffee, like, if you get too big of a size or too small of a size, it gets, like, it'll offset everything. So that's really interesting. Um, but Coffee House is located right across from Firehouse Pizza, right? In, and uh, Insomnia. And Insomnia. Ooh. Uh, but it's located right there, up there in uh, Uptown. 
It's your traditional mom and pop place where I didn't. So I looked on the website before the podcast today. And so uh, it says the coffee house is a traditional mom and pop establishment where pop is from the island of Aruba and mom is from the Czech Republic. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. Um, so that's kind of a cool, cool, fun fact. But and then it goes on to talk about how they really have a large um, seating area, which is what I love about there. I know sometimes they'll have music groups and um, everything holds on. There was actually, so with my photography stuff, I started f- photographing a friend's band, and the first place they played was at a uh, coffee house, and that's the first place, that's where I started my photography journey. So that's kind of cool. Uh, another thing, too, is I didn't know, but they also have vegan and vegetarian options, so they have a very unique menu. But we'll, we'll keep moving here on to the reason we have Kelly Foy on here. We're not going to do a morning wake-up call since we ha- do have a guest. Um, but Kelly, tell us a little bit about your cover story here. So, basically, if you don't know, um, the old provost of Jan Murphy, no, Jane Murphy, my bad, um, she retired in um, June, and so the new one, Tarhuli, I apologize, I don't know how to say his first name, <laughs> um, he took over July 1st, and so basically it's just a little cool profile on him and his background and everything, and just what his goals are for his new position here at ISU. Yeah, and from reading this, it kind of sounds like the the main points of it are COVID-19 related and his transition from he came from Binghamton University which is in New York right yeah and then so he was kind of like overseeing stuff there and then was also like for decisions on what the university's gonna do with COVID-19 and then transitioning back to uh not transition back to but transitioning to ISU so you get to see like how both universities were handling it, which yeah. gave him a lot of knowledge yeah. just from, you know, further, give him a lot of knowledge for further, um, man, I, I, I'm blank. I'm blanking, pulling a blank here, but further decisions of the university. There we go. Further decisions. Folk, or should you give me some weird looks there? I just like, I don't know what happened there. Could you just not figure out the word? Uh, yeah, I couldn't figure out the word. <laughs> But it is just giving them knowledge for future decisions of the university. Yeah. And I know um, when I did meet with him a while back, that was one of his biggest points because he was telling me, you know, he has two kids as well. So, like, also seeing that aspect of, like, the parent point of view and seeing, like, what decisions his, like, the schools his children go to are, like, doing, like, it just, like, gave him that, like, kind of, like, eye-opening experience, and but the way he was telling about it was, like, just really interesting. Yeah, so he's, uh, Tarhuli is the provost of Illinois State University. What exactly is a provost, or what does the provost oversee? So, basically, the provost is more, they kind of make all of, like, the educational-related decisions, so just all, like, the semester planning, for example, like, next semester, he's been planning for that with COVID and just like spring break and everything. So just decisions like that and how like they move forward with those kind of events and stuff. I gotcha. How was it sitting down with them? Cause you've met with them a couple times now, right? Or is it just the one time? The one time. Gotcha. It's just taking that long for the story to get out. <laughs> yeah, we've been saving it for a while now, but um, it was, 
I was telling you, I know I was telling you guys this before, but I only went in with like a handful of questions, not very many, and I was able to get like a really long interview out of it, and I was sat down with him for about 45 minutes, an hour, mm-hmm. so that just really goes to prove that like he actually wants to have those conversations with people, and like he actually has a lot to say and a lot he wants to talk about, so. Gotcha. Uh, I see you, you have a fast, uh, fast facts or fun facts about Tarhuli. Um, he was born in Nigeria. He his education was at the he got his undergrad at University of Jos Hos Hos in Nigeria. Uh, graduate at McMaster's University in Canada. So kind of he's been all over the place. Oh yeah. Uh, Nigeria, Canada, New York. Oklahoma. He's been in Oklahoma too. Yeah, he. I know. I think I mentioned it in an article somewhere, but I, he mentioned that he worked at Oklahoma, uh, University of Oklahoma, for like eighteen years as an assistant professor. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. So he's been all over. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's fun though. Like just from a traveling aspect of getting to uh, experience, I would say. I mean, just different cultures is oh, yeah. really interesting. Um, but yeah, if you guys, to our listeners, you guys should give that a look. It's our cover story. Make sure to pick up additions all over campus. Uh, thanks to Kelly Foy and Jake Schirmersheim because Kelly Foy took Fogel's morning rouse this morning. Yeah. How'd that go, by the way? It, it was, it took a while, but you know, <laughs> I it went a lot better than the last time I took it a while back, so. I yeah, you. Fogel has the worst route, too, by the way. Yeah. So long. It's... All it, over yeah, the place. The it's all over the place. Yeah, Shermie's done in like two minutes. Yeah, it takes me like 45 minutes to get done. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Kelly's story is part of it starts on the cover, and then if you turn to page five, you can read the rest of that there about Tarhuli and uh, his experience here at ISU as Provo so far. Um, next, though, we'll transition to <laughs> Jake's love and deep passion of consuming candy corn. Yeah, um, I've been getting a lot of hate lately around the office for loving candy corn, and I just I just want to put it out there that I will not stand for it anymore. Yeah, I mean, The yes, candy corn hatred is just, it's just... We don't need it. It's unneeded. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's disgusting. I mean, yesterday you just came in the office with a bag of candy corn. And I ate it. I have none left. I ate, like, ha- a whole half bag of hand- candy the corn. The fact that it, it took you eating candy corn to actually write a con- column about eating candy corn. I needed inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little writer's block there? <laughs> when when you wrote your column about coffee, did you drink a cup of coffee? I mean, I always drink coffee, but I don't. I didn't, like, intentionally drink coffee to... Get inspiration. <laughs> like, you, in that moment. Did you get inspiration from that coffee, though? No. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I just, in I general, I like coffee, and I was like, ah, oh, you know what, it's National <laughs> Coffee Day, I guess I'll write something about it. You didn't, like, take a sip of coffee, and you're like, oh, I know what I should write next. No, I didn't have some big I don't believe you. Awakening. I think you're a liar. I didn't have some big coffee awakening, like, ah, oh, oh. Well, I didn't have coffee. a big candy corn awakening, I just ate some. I don't know, it's kind of sounding like it. <laughs> Do you go to sleep at night cuddling a bag of candy corn? I know, but I did fall asleep with a bag of candy corn on my bed the other night. So, yes, you, you, <laughs> just, you just... I wasn't cuddling it, per se. It was just... I, I have the a bad habit... The candy corn was cuddling you. No, I have a bad habit of falling asleep with things in my bed, like my laptop, like 
all my clean clothes from going home this weekend are still in my bed. And then one night I just fell asleep with a bag of candy corn because I was eating it before I went so maybe to bed. Maybe that's why he wrote this maybe. column. Or was that, like, were you trying to, like, write it that time around and it just didn't work? And then, so you had to do it again? No, I just straight up didn't try that time. <laughs> I was eating candy corn. But there's no corn in candy corn. Cornstarch. Or corn, corn syrup, But that's bad. not corn. It, it's called corn syrup. It's, it's somehow made with corn. So... So, therefore, I'd say it's a byproduct of corn, so therefore... That's like saying French fries are from France. <laughs> Well, French fry, the way to <laughs> fry potatoes that way originated <laughs> from France. I'm not so I'm I'm kind of fat. I'm just curious now that you say that, Kelly. <laughs> we're we're going to come back to candy corn, but I'm curious <laughs> about if French fries, why they call them French fries. Why do they call, I can't type, French fries, French fries. Are you looking up too? Yeah. All right, we're doing some research this morning. Apparently, they were invented by street vendors and... Sorry, I'm going to butcher this name. Pont Neuf, 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 Neuf Bridge in Paris in 1789, just before the French Revolution. What, they eat the, they eat the French fries and like, dang, we, we should revolt. What, what, what's your source there? Um, Wikipedia. <laughs> Here, okay, this is from National Geographic. Um... And it's titled, Are French Fries Truly French? Uh, in winter, when the river froze, the uh, fish-deprived villagers fried potatoes instead. It's said that the dish was discovered by American soldiers in Belgium during World War I, and since the dominant language of southern Belgium is French, they dubbed the taste of potatoes French fries. Bro, I'm seeing so many... I'm seeing that it was originated in Spain in the 1500s. I've clicked on three different articles, and I've three, seen three different places that it's originating from. <laughs> Here's one in Belgium. I saw a France one. Well, because I'm stubborn, I feel like I'm always right. And if I am wrong, I doubt it. <laughs> um, what a good mindset. <laughs> I'm going to go with my my finding here. One I'm source. Just, no, I've changed my mind on it. I just, I don't know where it's from. The findings have been inconclusive. All my professors are probably going to be like... I need one <laughs> source. I yeah. just <laughs> said that. I got one source. Wait, wait, wait. Why are we talking no, 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 about no, no, french fries? Yes, back to candy corn. <laughs> there is no corn in candy corn. What? Okay, corn well, syrup. I'm, okay, candy corn. Corn and corn syrup aren't exactly the same thing. No. But the, but it's a byproduct of corn. It so there's... It tastes like clay. It is disgusting. There's no flavor. What is? The, what do you describe the flavor of candy corn? It's just like sweetness. It's just like super sweet. You not like? So are you not highly addicted to sugar like I am? Okay, do you yes, not but just... I'm addicted to sugar in other forms. I just. Kelly, this is this is really. <laughs> it tastes like. This is very entertaining. This is a hot take. It just this, like tastes like candy, bro. This is very entertaining. <laughs> I don't know how how people dislike candy corn. My mom read my column and was like, "People don't like candy corn." I was like, "I guess." Yeah, no, and I'm one of them, and I'm standing firm on my belief. It's not bad, but it's not like the greatest. Like, no, it's not the greatest, but it's like I, it's good for the moment. It's you good for I, the fall. You know what I compare candy corn to? Oh God! It is the peeps of Halloween. Nah. Yes. What do you mean, nah? Okay, but peeps are only good to, like, blow up in the microwave. <laughs> I heard you talking about this yesterday. What? That's so, what you do with peeps. I've never done that. 
Well, you haven't lived. So, she said it was peeps jousting. Oh yeah. And and the way she was describing it is you put. You put okay, so you put two peeps in the microwave. You put two peeps with like two tooth, like, toothpicks like next to each other, like okay. kind of in front of each other, and then you put it in the microwave, and then I guess like one of them pops the other, and then the uh, that one blows up. And then they win. Yeah. Do they get a prize? It probably blows up too. They should get an MVP award. I haven't tried that <laughs> yet, uh, but it's on my list. I think we need to, to do that then when they start selling them. We'll do it here in the office. What? We'll <gasps> Yo, we should have a bracket. <laughs> Of candy? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not, not like of candy. But um, when peeps are being sold, we'll have... Everyone brings in their own peep, and then we'll have a competition. Oh, uh, okay. Whose peep is the best? I'm not going to lie. I just got an email, so I missed I missed the peep part. But no, I, I'm caught up. All right. I'm all caught right. up. Um, but anyways, editor's note from editor-in-chief, Lizzie Siles. Um, this view is expressed in... The views expressed in this column do not represent the views of the vedette or the editorial staff at large. Candy corn tastes like a candle. And who wants to eat a candle? I just... Some people. Do you, how does, how does Lizzie know what a candle tastes like? Candy corn. <laughs> how does she know what... The only way you can fully know how a candle tastes is if you actually eat a candle. So, therefore, Lizzie, have you eaten a candle? waiting for your answer lizzie <laughs> <laughs> just kidding she's not here but uh, i just what i can't stand behind candy corn being good i love candy corn what, it's, what is exactly in candy corn so obviously sugar um uh, gelatin which is made from bones and hide i, ha- I have it pulled up here on business insider uh so yeah sugar corn syrup confectioner's glaze salt dextrose gelatin sesame oil Artificial flavor because it's an artificial candy and it's not real candy. Um, um I'm not <laughs> sure. Honey? You eat Twizzlers all the time. There's honey in candy. Do you do you read this? That's probably why it's so sweet. There's honey. There's yeah. There's honey in candy corn. Yeah, that's why I said it tastes like honey. And then yellow six, yellow five, and red three. Whatever that means. I mean, don't doesn't candy corn just look awesome too? No. No. I mean, it's like a what, like a triangle. So I mean, also, candy corn is not uh, vegan friendly. I'm not vegan, so I don't care. Uh, It also contains gelatin, which is a protein made from animal parts like hides and bones. So it says here, following sentence. So if you're vegan, skip the candy corn this Halloween. So you're against eating hides and bones. I didn't say I was. I was just looking out for the vegans out there. That's true, yeah. So if you're vegan, don't eat candy corn. Because I feel like a lot of people could would might think that that would be vegan, maybe. True. Maybe. I mean, you wouldn't... But Watch, we're blowing someone's mind right now. They're vegan, and they've been eating candy corn every Halloween, and now they're like, oh my gosh. I'm that would be crazy. We're saving people out there. I don't know about that, I'm telling man. you, we're solving world, world issues. I don't know about that. Session. But yeah... Gelatin's I wouldn't crazy. necessarily call it a world issue. It is a world issue. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex always is talking about we're solving world issues on this podcast. That is in I no be- way or shape true. If I we're solving we have- world issues, there's a problem. I think we have bigger issues than candy corn. It is yeah. the only issue I really care to talk about because all the other issues happening in the world right now suck. It is awful. 
uh, well, we, I don't like talking politics or getting into all that garbage. Um, but you guys can go online to thevedetteonline.com and tell us what your favorite Halloween or what's the best Halloween or fall candy. Um, what? Honestly, I can't think of like specifically fall candy. I'm a big Reese's peanut butter cup guy. But what's like specifically fall candies? Um, uh, I consider Halloween Kit Kats. Yeah. Um, Ghost Reese's. Um, um, all I can think of is candy corn. <laughs> or the top ten worst candies. The weird pumpkins. I don't like the pumpkins. Like yeah, those that are, are like similar candy corns. I can't get behind those. They're, it's like too much. Yeah, I don't Probably know, man. Probably some knockoff of I candy like corn. Chocolate. <laughs> this chocolate's good. Yeah. Um. Anyways, enough about candy corn. It's. Um. But anyways, we'll we'll go ahead and keep moving on. I won't rant enough about uh candy corn and how awful it is and how wrong Shimmy is because we're going a little bit longer, but that's okay because we're gonna talk about scary movies for spooky season because. That's on page six in features. It was put together by Yasmin Ode. Is that yes? I think so, yeah. Yes. Uh, they confirmed by Kelly Foy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. So the the number one scary movie is The Conjuring, and these are voted on by ISU students. I so, think she had about she did a oh, I know Yasmin did a survey, and I think she got about fifty to sixty responses from students. Really, and they. Yeah. See, there are some movies. In, so, here are the movies that they have. Um, top five and expanded story is, again, on our website, bidetonline.com. So, you can check it out there. But the top five movies here are The Conjuring, Insidious, Hereditary, The Exorcist, The Blair Witch Project. And now I want to go and see what the rest are because I have some movies that I like um, that are not on here. Let's see. Vidette Online. Features. Candy Corn Lane? Oh, scary movies, hello? Well, anyways, um, Shimmy, you said you didn't like scary movies too much, or you just don't watch them? Um, I think the writing is pretty bad. Really? Yeah. But you like The Conjuring? Yeah, it's not bad. Conjuring's okay. Um, favorite scary movie? Has to be scary movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a scary movie. Okay, but most scary movies aren't actually scary movies, if you think about it. True. <laughs> I don't know. The Conjuring's good. Annabelle's good. Uh, I like Us. I like those scary movies that kind of like mess with your head. Right. So like Us is good. Uh, Get Out's another good one. And um, yeah. So those are just some of mine. Kelly, what's your favorite scary movie? Honestly, I don't really watch movies. No, so it's yeah, spooky I'm, season. You don't I'm watch not, movies? No, I'm not a big movie person. I don't have that long of patience. Here's, here's a, this isn't a scary movie, but have you seen Star Wars? No. <sighs> it's not that great, Alex. I mean, it's whatever. It's not the greatest movie of all time or anything. I'll, I'll write a comment about it next week about Star Wars. But anyways, that is all for this week's roast session. Um... You can follow me at AlexGant16 on Twitter. Uh, at Kelly underscore Foy. And then you can follow Shimmy. Uh, at Jake Summersheim, S-E-R-M-E-R-S-H-E-I-M. And I will never be able to spell his name like Fogel. And then make sure to follow the vedette at the underscore vedette on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.
So check out this week's paper. Go pick it up. Get some knowledge. Have a great day, guys. Thank you.